don't get me wrong. Right. Shanti got hits. Mm-hmm. But if you think this going to be easy for her, you got another thing coming. I love how everybody thinks she's going to be blown out the park, uh, though. Who, people are saying that Ashanti's going to get blown out the park? Mm-hmm. Oh, what, what's the consensus? What are most people saying? I don't know what most people are saying. What are they so, saying? Because, you know, my, my eyes and ears are always in the streets, um, mm-hmm. musically. And it's mainly Ashanti <laughs> and Keisha both have, like, an equal amount of hits. It just depends on if you're, you know, how, how emotionally you were invested into each artist. Okay, I can understand It's that. a good matchup. You, what is my for the last at least year and a half? My Twitter handle has been Keisha, Keisha Cole's first two, two albums. albums. Of course, what is called classic um, albums. Great follow up. Keisha Cole and Ron Fair were a writing duo, and those first two albums are sewed up in classics to me. Okay, um, and so just on those first two alone, that's twenty. So, but you know, then you go past that, and although she's, I looked on the woman to woman. Uh, 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 album that Keisha Cole came out with, and she actually—it's that song—is actually a duet with Ashanti. Mm. So they they have songs together. They have songs together. There's no beef. Yeah. It's not one of those verses, but it's a verses of like, if if you are a fan of either and you are with your significant other, mm. there might be some feelings that'll just start stirring up out of nowhere, and you know. I already know once Keisha gets back into her yeah, red dye dripping era. Okay, about to say, man, <laughs> once once I just want it to be over drops, dirt, 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 dirt. First of all, now, once I don't want gonna... to be, once, okay, I was, I was trying to build, but you just went there. Okay, because I'm so, going to okay. go there. <laughs> okay, once the love drops, once, uh, uh, once I, uh, I should have cheated drops. What? Once, what you, uh, you should have did, Keisha? Baby, I should have went out to the club. <laughs> Once I changed my mind drop. What? Huh? Once, yo, if you a real fan, once, love, I thought you had my back. Huh? Drop. Okay. <laughs> right? Thought you had my back this time. What? I mean, that whole oh, first my. album, we could be friends. Don't play with me. I could also say the same thing about Ashanti's first album. Not even the, the first Lady of Murder, Inc. I said she got hits. I could say that. Come on, happy. It's not, not going to be an easy night for either. Baby, okay. foolish. Somebody, yeah. somebody, somebody tweeted if Ashanti don't bring out Biggie for the foolish remix, that she got to pack it up. And I found that shit so <laughs> funny. I found that hilarious. But also, when Ashanti breaks out foolish, foolish in love is like the same. That's where you. That's where they go head that's to head. They're probably equals. They're probably about equals and. It does. And then, of course, Ashanti's going to bring out, um, hmm, let me see, another song that we didn't know that she was also doing the background vocals of. Ain't it funny? Jennifer. Oh, she's going to do all, the whole Jennifer Lopez catalog. That <laughs> yeah. I, don't say, I didn't say her whole catalog, but I'm saying all the songs she wrote about oh This is what she's going to write. You're so messy. I just know. But we waiting for that. Yeah. Uh, she's got a bunch of those. If they start going into what Ashanti's wrote, then that might be a different versus. If they go into Keisha when she collab with Diddy, hello, come on now, I can't wait till Saturday. Let's all. I'm, I remember when my dad used to work for Interscope. He, when Keisha Cole first started, he, me and my sister was at his apartment. He brought us. We woke up in the morning. He's like, "Hey, I want you guys to listen to this. This is artist that we're about to start working with." Okay, we listened to that whole album. The way it is, 
I said, uh, uh. Mm-mm. no, no, I think it was just, I changed my mind. And I said, uh, he was like, yeah, dad, I don't really think it's anything special. Mm. I know she's really got it. Let me tell you, I already learned my lesson. Boy, I bet you did. I wrong. I bet All you right. did. Shanti, you finna have a tough night. Oh my God. Let's start the show. I've been, I've been working all night, now I need to hear you call my name Where you at? On the way, how far? On the way, poppin', poppin' on the way How far we take it all the way, yeah, 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 yeah I've been going all day and Welcome back to another episode of the On The Way Podcast Where we give it to you straight In this space, we won't say anything behind your back That we won't say to your face We keep you up to date with the latest music news and everything related while you are on the way i'm khalil and i'm toby and this is the on the way podcast you can listen to this podcast on your way to press and play to your favorite k michelle song who is a Goodbye. fervent r kelly supporter or not what? you can listen to this podcast Right after you heard greatest hits from Keisha and Ashanti preparing you for the versus battle this Saturday. I'm excited. I've been excited all week. I cannot wait. <laughs> I remember when I Come on now. Out. Saturday night. It's up. It's up Saturday night. Where you at? In the house? Come on now. Yes. I'm going to cry like I got my heart broken for no reason. I can't wait. Yeah, I can't wait. But either way, <laughs> anyway, this is uh, <laughs> On The Way Podcast. Black Queen. Yes. Sylvie Jones. Mm. How you doing? Feeling really blessed, alive, happy to be here, happy to be in this presence, in this present day, just thankful for life. You know, we are in the last month of the most unpredictable ass year. I'm just glad that I have survived and made it this far. A lot of people have not, you know, and I was thinking about that the other day. My sister was actually mentioning that to me and I, I it made me stop and really appreciate it. Like, wow. Like we, I, I say thank God and shit like that all the time, but I, I'm really am grateful for the fact that I have my breath. I have my health. You know, I, things might not be a hundred percent where I want it to be, but shit. I have more than what I can imagine, more than I can bear at the moment, you know? Mm-hmm. So just have to be thankful and blessed. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been a good week so far. Mm-hmm. We are in a polar vortex. I do not want to talk about the weather because I hate it. Is I hate it. This is. It's probably not, but that's what I've been calling it. Um, Stay inside, just Right, and it's technically inside, still fall, so I'm not exactly sure what's going on, but hey, it snowed a little bit earlier today. Um, I don't know who was, who was shaking the table for that. But weather machine, come on. Now, let's go back to 65 degrees. Let's was, go back to 65. That was really interesting. That was our first snow of the season. Oh, God. And I have a feeling that that was going to be the first of many. It was very cold. I you know what? Out. We don't want to speak that into that. Ex- you know what? I'll Anyways, be, I'll, I'll let's not. That. Let's not speak that into existence, Frozo. <laughs> How are you, Khalil? Talk about <laughs> the many snows. Well, I'm doing well. I'm very glad to be here, just like you. Grateful once again. Just took a lot of time this week. Found myself just breathing and saying, "Thank you, Lord. Thank you that I'm alive here. It's cold out. It really is temperature drop. You know, in a warm house, God is good. Um, I'll tell you, it was too. But that's what I'm saying, though. 
you know, I've been working. I've been riding the bike every night. Mm-hmm. I went out and I rode the bike last night, and I got to the end of the block and I said, mm-mm. I said, mm-mm. "It's freezing outside." Mm-mm. Turn right back around and said, "We're gonna have to hit. We're gonna have to hit up the stationary bike." Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, um. Also watched Mulan this weekend. Mm. A live action version because um duh, why was I about to pay thirty dollars on September when y'all was just about to make it go on video and when it goes on video it goes on Disney Plus, which I already paid for, so I was just gonna wait three months for it to get there anyway. Okay. And I'm glad I did. Um I told you about it. I never seen the cartoon version. Um and I, I should check it out. Roll your eyes. I'll come through <laughs> um I'll come through the zoom. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's fine. Um, but no, I don't want to smoke. I don't want to smoke. But um, it was really good. I really enjoyed it. The story, yes, I cried. But I really enjoyed the story. Um, and shout out to HBO Max, who decided to do what Disney is probably going to do now moving forward. And um, when the movies for WB come out in theaters, they're also going straight to HBO Max. Mm, that's Wonder good. Woman. Instant. Wonder Woman's happening. They said, when I saw that we're gonna, I'm going to be able to sit in my bed and watch The Matrix 4 next year, I said, this is a bill well paid. Okay. They're really, right. say, they're really saying you could stay at home. I'm, you already know how I feel about movie theaters. I'm done with them. They're nasty. And um, <laughs> I'd rather just have a kickback at the house with me, myself, and I, or invite a few friends over. Um, shout out to the Supreme Court, who's really uh, shutting down uh, 45's lawyers and all of that. Saying that really everybody sold up their election results, that everybody secured it, and now it's just up to the electors. <laughs> I'm really excited. It's really, really ridiculous, and at this point, just sad it watching is. the watching the president squirm like this. Like this is this is his legacy. This is how he's going to be remembered, and and more so, the Republicans who are there enabling him and not speaking out. Like y'all are really so intent hellbent on power that you know he lost. He lost. He's leaving. But y'all just know that you're so worried about re-election, you won't say anything. That's really sick. Oh, wow. They all, all those ones in the Senate, they've got to go. And um, and our playlist. Oh, sorry. Rest in peace to Natalie Dizel. Natalie Dizel. Oh, man. R.I.P. Why, why, why won't a fellow ever once prefer? It's, it's still on Netflix if you want to see Babs. They need to put Cinderella on Netflix, the black one. Please. A charming girl like me. What's the matter with a man? What's the matter with a man? What's the matter with a man? The fact that you know the words, that's amazing. I can only mouth that and mumble some. Know, if you don't know the Cinderella Brandy soundtrack, y'all over you slacking. I am. Slacking. Well, no, I'll send it to you. Don't worry. Please do. <laughs> and, uh, and last thing, our playlist. Our, our playlist is really lit. Like, if you, I really just put it on and vibe out, drive, walk in, whatever. Vibes the whole time are consistent. Perfect for just chilling, perfect for driving, perfect for smoking, perfect for just pressing play and being on autopilot. So, yeah, y'all are welcome. Ready? Yes. Let's get into the weekly playlist. Weekly playlist. The weekly playlist. Weekly Playlist. It's the Weekly Playlist, baby. To keep up with our weekly playlist, follow us on Instagram at On The Way Weekly, where we release it every week. 
This week we've got Welcome to Jet Life Recordings by Currency and Various Artists. Nightmare Vacation by Rico Nasty. After the Rain by Young Baby Tate. And No Love Lost by Blast or Blue. This week I had Welcome to Jet Life Recordings by Currency featuring various artists. Now I know last week I said we had Currency on the playlist at least three times this year, but I guess four times a charm. This time he's featured a few artists on the roster such as T.Y., Black Cobain, G-Style, Fendi P, and Aaliyah Flurry bunch of artists i have not heard of but thanks to currency i got a taste of i truly enjoy currency's music i can say that every single time um it just does something to me i can just vibe out i could be in the mood i can shimmy not really break out on a whole dance routine choreography but something that i could just maybe move my shoulders to um such as streetlight really enjoyed that song jamaican rum featuring ty was fun and one of my favorites as well you can smell a weed odor on my clothes and dread the og overpower my cologne bomb shit everywhere we go you can't hang if you can't follow the j code we bust brains retaliation is all we know send my prayers up protect me while i'm on this road Nerves Bad featuring Black Cobain was good. Um, High Rise featuring Aaliyah Flurry. Again, never really heard of her before until currency, but I, until um this project. But I also enjoy the fact that he featured these artists on his Instagram. Um, so I can, you know, went to their profiles, got to know them a bit. <clears throat> and I also enjoyed uh, Ashes to Ashes. So yeah. 30-minute project. Sweet, to the point. 10 tracks. Still killing it. Still amazing. Currency has been putting out music, like, every single year since he's been out. He's like one of the most consistent artists I've ever known. And that's why I'll never get tired of him. This week for my first album, I had Nightmare Vacation by Maria Cecilia Simone Kelly, a.k.a. Rico Nasty. <laughs> uh, Rico, <laughs> uh, she's, a LA, she's a Largo, Maryland native, and this, surprisingly, is her debut album. I'm sure that you've heard her name before. Um, she's also she's a writer and producer, and she's collaborated with a lot of different people. She's signed to Atlantic Records, and her style combines hip-hop and punk. Um, she's done be- behind-the-scenes work for artists like Kaliuchis. How do you say Kaliuchis. <laughs> Kyle, Jesse Reyes, Amine, Brie Runway, and XXXTentacion. Her style of hip-hop and punk, it really did catch me off guard at first because I knew her more for, I think, hip-hop records. But then you get to hear the artists on their own, and they're a lot more eclectic than what you would actually imagine. And so I took it for what it was, and I actually really enjoyed some of the songs that she had. Um, it really The first half I found was more punk, and the second half got more hip-hop. This, song, it, this album had features from Dom Tolliver, Gucci Mane, 
Amine, Trippy Red, PP Cocaine, Sukiana, and Ruby Rose. That's a fun lineup. Right. It also had production from Buddha Bless, Malik Fox Parker, Dylan Brady, Alter Ego, and Denzel Baptiste, to name a few. Some of my favorite songs on here, I like Don't Like Me, featuring Dom Tolliver and Gucci Mane. Um, she's just raw. like she just, She's just one of those, I'm, I'm curious to look up when her birthday is, but she's just one of those, if you don't like me, I don't really give a kind of mm-hmm. uh, attitude kind of rappers. And I respect it. That's the punk that came out in her. There's a lot of, um, I don't want to say yelling for the sake of yelling, but that's just her style. Like when she yells the... When she gives you a lyric sometimes, she's going to make sure that you understand exactly what she's saying. I liked, I really like Back and Forth featuring Amina. Said I got an attitude, you know what you got to do. When you put it down, it's like I was never mad at you. I ain't going to lie, though. I like it when you get mad. We might leave early, you keep looking at me like that. Girl Scouts is an example of where I'm saying she's going to let you know what she means. No Debate was really good. And I also enjoyed Smack a Bitch. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, I support, I support her and her. I support her style of hip-hop, her unconventional style of hip-hop. For my second project this week, I had the EP After the Rain by Young Baby Tate. She's a 24-year-old rapper and singer from Georgia who's been releasing music since 2015. Her first album, Girls, was released in 2019 and also came with a short film because, of course, we love when music pairs with visuals. Like, that just, it helps us all out. It makes things, it just goes, it's peanut butter and jelly. It goes right together. Uh, She's... She's signed to Issa Rae's label Radio and also mm. released two songs on the Insecure soundtrack from this past season. This 22-minute project was enjoyable from start to finish, I must say, and also my first time really listening to a Young Baby Tape project. Uh, Lesson Learned was so good because it was like a breakup song, and girl, we've all been there before. She collabed with another young female rapper um, that I like, Flo Millie, whom I also discovered earlier this year. And their collaboration was cute. I really enjoyed that. Um, I also loved Bounce. Watch this, watch this. Vision popping, shine like diamonds. I got options. Oh, you got bitch. You can't stop this. Can't lose. I win. Watch this, watch this. Boss, bitch, bounce back. Boss, bitch, bounce back. Featuring Six Lack. I like Young Baby Tate. I like her vocals. <laughs> you gotta say Six Lack. Because if you say black, I'm like, black what? You have to say, you have to say Six Lack. In my mind, I just imagine that he listens to our show and he's just heard us say it enough times now. Everyone like, does it. Everyone does it. We're <laughs> not the only ones. Whatever. You know what it is. On, he just puts on his shades and smirks while he goes to his bank account. Right. He does, And that's fine. When I'm in front of him, it's black. If I'm not, it's six lights. <laughs> okay. 
I enjoy ba- Lil Baby Tate. I like her vocals. I think she she's she sings really cute. I like her frat. I like her lyrics. Um, and I like her as an artist. I feel like she is a new fresh face, and she's exciting. She brings good visuals. She's really cute. I'm here for it. This week for my second album, I had No Love Lost by Blast. Blast is from L.A., and he debuted. His, he started his music career in 2015, and he debuted his first single in 2016. He really popped around 2019 when his first, uh, when his song Hurt received over 2 million streams. And when Sylvie sent him my way this week, I really, I hadn't heard of him, and I didn't know what to expect. And I really needed to fill a slot to listen to an album. And I was, this was those kind of weeks where I'm really grateful to do this podcast where, you know, you're looking for music and you're not sure what it's going to be. And then right. you're pleasantly surprised. This project was really, really dope. He had production on here from, it was a really, really great R&B, authentic R&B slash hip hop project, but really leaning more to the R&B side. He had production on here from himself. He did most of it. D. Wu, Mike and Keys. The Real JFK Beats, and The Real C-Styles. He had features on here from Ty Dolla Sign. That was another thing that really let me know, oh, even though I've never heard of this person, if Ty Dolla Sign is a feature, just like we talked about last week, it must be it must be good. Uh, Tyga, Dom Kennedy, and Bino Rideau. Really loved his style. His pen, his pen game is so authentic, and he knows how to make... Um, he makes most of the beats on this project, and that just made me even more interested in his artistry and his process. I really didn't hear a bad song on here. I didn't know who he was, like I said, um, but I was definitely more. Even though I didn't know who he was, I was definitely down to listen, and more importantly, I wasn't disappointed. He this definitely might be one of the best R&B projects I've heard in 2020. I loved his sampling selections, like um, on his song "Got It All." Uh, he reminded me of the song Soul Star by Music Soul Child. Soul Star, mm-hmm. oh, you've come. It was, uh, he used that same sample. I was like, my man has got some. That just brought me back, and I automatically loved the song. Um, and because they, and he also, and I don't know how, but he sampled Aaliyah on his song Be Alone. But, um, and that was a, I don't know how he got that sample, but the song was really, really dope. You can't even, we can't even stream her music, much less. I didn't know people had access to it, so that was dope. Um, my favorite songs on here were Gang Slide, Wrong or Right, and Searching. Um, I'm searching, baby, searching for you. You deserve it, baby. Every morning, huh? You been working lately. And I see you putting in on the surface, baby. You been searching for it. I'm searching, baby. I can split the pie with you if you lie. Let's keep this alive with the guy. It's a different vibe. Let's go hit Dubai, paint the sky. Maybe hit Africa or Hawaii or Dubai. Maybe we can hit Paris, the Eiffel Tower. Make a trip This week for our honorable mentions, we have the album The Lo-Fi's by Steve Lacey and Mariah Carey's Magical Christmas Special. Yeah, we gon' party night. And now it's time for Music News. Okay, okay, okay. So, the streaming 
platform Spotify recently announced that they're going to do a plagiarism risk detector, um, which is going to scan songs for copyright infringement. Mm-hmm. So the interface is reportedly reportedly being developed um, to help artists avoid lawsuits by revealing similarities in already published songs. Yikes. To be scanned, the technology requires such songs to be scanned using a lead sheet, um, which is a form of music musical notation common in the music industry. The interface's plagiarism detection utilizes artificial intelligence uh, trained on a plurality of pre-existing encoded lead sheets right it's basically going to go through a whole system like you there's no oh we're going to scan it like there are scanning the shit to make sure that you're not using anybody else's music but your own Um, and this database would also allow the program to potentially determine a level of plagiarism in the song in close to real time and give the user a similarity value comparing the song to other lead sheets in Spotify's database. So basically, the program could also tell the user that the composition is completely new um, and if not found in any lead sheets logged in with Spotify. Don't be on their line now. That's what they're saying. Right. Don't be on their line, pretty much. Um, If you don't have the rights to certain songs and things of that nature, Mm -hmm. your music won't be on Spotify. They're going to detect the shit and they're going to be like, yeah, nah. This is not that this oh is my Spotify. What you want me to do? I don't know how to hog tie. What else happened this week? <laughs> what else happened this week? This week, um, you're so dumb. This week, <laughs> Summer Walker. This week, Summer Walker announced that she, well, you know, K. Michelle, she loved it. She loved oh it. Oh my goodness. She loved it. This week, Summer Walker decided, uh, she announced that she is starting her own record label. Okay. Mm-hmm. Called Ghetto Earth Records. Nice. Now, when I first heard this, I kind of thought, is it is it kind of early? Like, she's it's been a year, really, since we've, like, heard, had her. Is she really ready to start a record label? But this is what she said. I came up with Ghetto Earth because Earth is ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> Summer, you are ghetto too, but continue. She said that she wants to be the kind of leader that gives our artists the freedom to create. She specifically said, I don't want to be controlling over my artist's music. I want them to be fully involved in everything they put out. I'm just here to support and help them get to whatever. I'm just here to help and I'm just here to I'm just here to support and help them get to wherever it is they're trying to go in life. And, I appreciate uh, that explanation. I I really appreciate that. And I feel like a lot of artists or labels set out to start like that. And I just hope that um she I hope that they she keeps that the whole time. I think that that's beautiful. And um and I'm just wondering where that you know where this came from. I'm just wondering where her trajectory's been, her church trajectory has been like is this like something that she's experiencing and wants other artists to also experience? Or is this something that she's not experiencing and wishes that she's trying to create a platform so that other artists don't have to go through what she's going through? Or is it like a mix between the two? I don't know. But I think uh, the reason why she wants to do it is really cool. Well, we shall see. Um, she put on her Instagram that a new single from her from her artist, Noah, 
Um, oh, right, right, right. His name right. is No One. It's going to be released this Friday. So, yeah, no one know what No One Know is her uh, first artist on the label. And he's on her songs, SWV and White T. Mm-hmm. On the way, listeners, what are your thoughts on Spotify's new plagiarism pattern? Do you feel like it, as if it is necessary? Tweet us at On The Way Weekly and let us know. We're going to go. And we'll be right back. Just to take it slow. Been working all night and now I need a hit. Call my name. Where you at? On the way. How far? On the way. Popping, popping on the way. How far we take it all the way? We're back, and it's time to get into the blackness. Don't touch my head. It's just me against the world. Who taught you to hate your family? The blackness. Keep the keep on. Here we talk about the world, i.e., black political and social issues as we see them through our point of view. What happened this week, Khalil? So we're at the end of the year. I mean, we really are about to go into 2021 and everybody's all excited about for 2021, you know. I just want y'all to remember where we were this time last year, 2019. So excited for 2020, all right? And you see what that happened. See what that brought. So I just suggest everybody just take it a day at a time. (laughs) However, the only thing that really, I mean, one thing that does really bring me joy, being that we're at the end of the year, is that we are two months away from Black History Month. Okay. Which is really cool. You got to find the good things to give you some peace in these cold months, and that definitely does for me. Um, and during Black History Month, we're gonna that we, which also means that we're not far from the start of award season. And I'm really looking forward to this one. Let's start celebrating these Black Award shows. All right, this year the celebration of Black cinema will be honoring Delroy Lindo with the Lifetime with the Career Achievement Award. Y'all know who Delroy Lindo is. Mm-hmm. Don't be acting like you don't know who Delroy Lindo is. The father from Crooklyn. The father <laughs> from Romeo Must Die. He was just in The Five Bloods. He was crazy in The Five Bloods, but um, on Netflix. But yeah. I remember I sat in front of him at church one time. Oh. Okay. And when I turned back, like, oh my God, isn't that? He, just, he gave me that look that he always gives you. Oh. <laughs> and I, I, turned, I turned around twice. I never turned back around again. The whole service, I was just eyes front. <laughs> what church was this Mm-mm, i'd rather not say okay <laughs> all right <clears throat> well oh john legend and uh mike jackson no not michael mike they made it oh specific, you know just they made it specific <laughs> mike um they're gonna receive the producers award for their for founding their film company get lifted film company eight years ago alongside with ties to glorious and uh, they've made a whole lot of films together so far. They, uh, specifically, Jingle Jangle. They're being uh, honored for Jingle Jangle. Um, and I shout out to, to John Legend. I looked at who was, I followed everybody last week as, who created that score. And I was so glad to see that he was on it. And Usher, Usher and Kiana Lede did the soundtrack, mm-hmm. did the um the song for the for the for the movie. Tessa Thompson will be receiving the Actors Award. Uh, she just recently starred and executive produced the upcoming film. Sylvie's love. Mm-hmm. 
see what that's all about. Um, Andra Day, she's going to be a special, she's the special honoree award for her role in uh, Lee Daniels' the, Uni- the United States versus Billie Holiday. I don't think I've seen that yet. And the whole thing is going to be hosted by Bevy Smith on February 2nd. I'm excited for that. I feel like Black History Month always has exciting Black history, Black things for us. Mm-hmm. Like just super Black. Remember, remember the Black History Month when um, Black Panther came out? The, whenever the studio who produces the movie knows how to market a Black movie the right way, and they do it in Black History Month the right way, that's gold. That's gold. Y'all wore Kente cloths out. I sure did. Okay. I sure did. I and sure did. your hands on your chest for a long time. I sure did. <laughs> you can look to it now. That was a new hug. Oh, that was a new self hug. <laughs> we got you, brother. We got you. This week for our Queen Spot. This week for my Queen Spotlight, I wanted to shine a beautiful light on Rashida Jones. I know there's two, but hear me out. She is the lead and she she has led MSNBC's breaking news coverage and she will start as the head of cable of the cable news network on February 1st. Wait a minute, wait a minute. In Black History Month. She will be. She will be February 1st. February 1st. She will be the first black woman to take charge of the major television network. Oh, wow. Right now, she currently oversees daytime news coverage for the network and breaking news and specials for NBC's broadcast news division. Um, Her promotion is another big shakeup in the network's management ranks. Um, She will serve as director of live programming for the Weather Channel, joined by NBC. NBC's Universal Seven joined for the Weather Channel, who joined NBC's Universal Seven years ago. Mm-hmm. I like what's going on in television. Remember that sister who's still over the head of uh, of ABC right now? Mm-hmm. She's the head over ABC Television. Miss Jones will also resume. Miss Jones will also assume control of a news network that reached ratings high as a safe space for liberals and enraged by President Trump and is now pondering how to retain those viewers after the chief villain of its primetime programming leaves office. I really do wonder what y'all going to do when he leaves. Like, I wonder what y'all going to do. I And I low-key look forward to going back to going back when the news was boring. Like, the news for the last four <laughs> years has been like, the, has been like MTV. The, it has been like, bro. it's been reality TV. Like, it's been real life. Niggas was really complaining, oh, reality TV's fake. Somebody came through and said, nah, I'm going to give you four years of being glued to this TV for real. Child, exhausting. Congratulations, Miss <sighs> Jones. Congratulations as being the first black woman at this highest ranking. In TV news. Word. God bless you. And this is not Quincy's daughter. No, it's not the other one. I know what you're thinking. No, it's not. I'm just making sure it's completely. It's not the one who starred with Kenya Burris in Black as Fuck. It's not her. Okay. On the way, listeners who are also MSNBC watchers, what programming do you look forward to coming to MSNBC during this new change? Tweet us in On The Way Weekly and let us know. We're going to go. And we'll be right back. I don't 
need nobody else Ooh, you got me on the way Yearning for your loving, baby I need that every day Cause you know this ain't made for For nobody but you It's a wrap. It's time to get out of here, but not before we leave you with some encouragement. Once again, you can find our quotes on our Twitter at On The Way Weekly every Monday for some motivation. This week, we have a quote from Halle Berry on the passing of Natalie Dizel Reed. Natalie represented actual black women, not what black women are perceived to be. For that, she was often underrated, passed over, deprived of the platform she truly deserved. I found that part of her tribute to Natalie um, powerful because of what it was. A lot of times society or even on TV, you're supposed to be, you know, a certain stereotype, especially as a black woman. Um, When I first had saw the movie BAPS, I didn't think it was making fun of anything. I saw that as something normal. I saw mm-hmm. women that I know, that I see, you know, anywhere. Um, even seeing Natalie, I didn't see a, a skinnier or a thin woman or somebody who looked like the type that would be in all these movies. Um, I appreciated that about her. I appreciated that about the film. I appreciated that about um, certain actresses like that, such as Natalie that they were themselves and they didn't have to change how they were or who they were to, to fit into a certain stereotype, you know? Mm-hmm. And like Miss Barry did say, that often does get overlooked. You're put into only certain types of movies and not in all movies or not in all films or not in all television shows, you know, when you should be. It's representation of real people, of real humans, you know? Um, people, there, there are beautiful black women who are often overlooked, you know, because they don't fit a certain type of stereotype. And that I feel like that's messed up, but that's also how we were fed. Like when I was when I was growing up, I had Barbies. None of my Barbies were plus size. They were all a certain skinny and, and a certain size, you know, and that also kind of taught me that You'd have to look like this to fit into these types of clothes and be in this type of way, you know? Um, I'm just glad that now the times are different and I can give my younger niece, you know, something that looks, someone that looks like her, you know, to, to like as a, as a tour, an action figure or something like that, you know? It, it's different. It's not just this is how you should be. Like, no, this is who you are and this is someone that looks like you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm just completely for the. I agree. I'm just completely for the uh, more for the creation of for the creation and for the production of black work by black artists um, and supported by black people, um, or the the support being led by black people. Um, yeah, Natalie, you don't have you could I, you just watch from what you watched her in from Eve to Cinderella to Baps. Um, she was just funny. <laughs> she was a funny character. Very funny. She was a funny character actress. Um, she knew how to put it on for the camera. She knew she had great comedic timing. 
um, you always like to see her on the screen. And it was, it, I always do remember thinking, like, you know, how come I don't, we don't see more of her? How come we don't see more of She's one of those people similar to, like, Countess Vaughn, who are just mm-hmm. funny that you should just see more of. Similarly, who were both on UPN. However, that's why I'm just for the creation of more black art and more, you know, by... I'm for the creation of black art by black people, supported by black people, because one of the main lessons I learned at Howard was, you know, there's black Hollywood and there's Hollywood. And that's because the people in Hollywood are mostly white people. The people who would do the production, who greenlight these projects, they're mostly white people. And so they write about and they they greenlight the things that they don't they know. They don't really know our experiences like that. And so until we're the gatekeepers, which is really changing lately, which is why it's great to have people like um, like uh, Rashida Jones at MSNBC and people like um, and the sister at, um, at at ABC who are and people like Shonda Rhimes and Netflix uh, and ABC or formerly of ABC who are able to be uh, table shakers and and. and mm-hmm. Uh, have a seat at the table to make these decisions because that's what it takes in order for in order for our for us to get the the claim that we know we deserve we have to be the gatekeepers we have to be the ones who are saying um green lighting our own stuff and also supporting it and so that's why you know like hallie this is hallie's oscar speech she says oh my god oh my god i'm sorry she said mm-hmm. oh my god oh my god i'm so sorry this moment is so much bigger than me this moment is for dorothy dandridge lena horn mm. diane carroll it's for mm. the women that stand beside me jada pinkett angela bassett vivica fox i remember every nameless faceless woman of color that now has a chance because this door tonight has been opened and the thing was that happened in 2002 and she still to this day is the only black woman with the best lead actress oscar and so you know she thought she's been on this soap hill about give black women the things that they deserve and we really thought that that night the door was going to open and the fact that it hasn't just really just goes to speak to how we have to be in charge of of our work and that you know when we talk about you know god bless the oscars god bless the grammys god bless all of those but when we talk about giving ourselves the acclaim we deserve that's why we have to celebrate things like um the celebration of black cinema um, and really, you know, pay attention to those kind of things in the Soul Train Awards, because that is us being in the uh, gatekeeper seat and being about our culture. Exactly, brother. So God bless you, Natalie Dezelle-Reed. And your family. Wish your family strength and comfort. God bless Amen. you. Amen. Rest in love. Rest in power. <sighs> yeah. Well, if you're looking for me, you can find me on the Instagram and the Twitter at K-A-H-L-I-L-X-D-A-N-I-E-L and on the Facebook at Facebook.com slash KXD Music. You can also find all my music streaming on Apple, Tidal, Spotify, and anywhere that you download or stream music. And if you're looking for me, you can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at Sylvie Jones, S-Y-L-V-E-E-J-O-N-E-S. If you follow me on any of those platforms, please make sure to say hello. Because I do talk back. And I'm nice most of the time. And for everything else, you do you have any fitness advice? Not really, child. I'd be cold. Oh, well, what do you do? <laughs> Will, what do you do when it's Okay, cold? so my fitness advice for the week um you can do a lot of things indoors to stay active. I'm, I remember you mentioned earlier about how you went outside to try to ride your bike, and it was like a no. Mm. Um, <laughs> if you mm. are on the East Coast like us, 
and it's a no outside. Find ways to stay active inside. Um, dance this week. Dance, dance, dance. Find a you way just to, dance. to be dancing in our rooms. You, just yeah, you be can, dance, you be can dancing. dance in your rooms, your living rooms, your oh, kitchen. Wow. Find a way for movement and dance. If you don't already dance, I feel like you should. Like, if it's by yourself, if you're afraid because of how people are going to make fun of your moves or whatever, like, fuck that. Just do it on your own. Just move. Move that body. Bust a sweat. Bust a sweat or just bust a move. Just keep moving. (laughs) Bust a sweat or bust a move. And for everything else you heard this week, and for everything else you heard this week, you can find us on our Facebook at facebook.com slash instinct, E-N-T-I-N-C. And on our website at instinctent.com slash on the way. And if you love what you hear, please make sure to like and subscribe to us on the Apple Podcast app. Leave a comment, rate, review, and tell us what you think about the show. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. Adios. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We stress, we grind one time, three times, two time, me time, me time.